One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of The Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all in one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag and drop tools, as well as 24-7 support. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes on a website that is scaled to look beautiful on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Football Ramble podcast listener, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase by using the offer code RAMBLE11. must feel like it's your birthday like christmas days come early ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football ramble my name's marcus and in the mix today we've got pete hello marcus luke all right and jim hello good to have you here gang mm. now then on the weekend there were two dubious decisions at the end of matches played at chelsea and swansea in the premier league if you could change any contentious decision in football history which one would you choose? Pete? Uh, I would probably go for David Beckham's haircut. <laughs> that was back in the day. Back in the day when he had those curtains with, like, his kind of blonde tips yeah. to them. Is this I mean, in the Sarong era? Well, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. yeah. it was kind of like, it's the, when he sort of break it out, it was kind of when he scored that goal against Wimbledon. It was that kind of era. Mm. Con- that was a, I mean, Marcus can't complain because that was a contentious decision. Yeah. There's no question about that. No, no, no. no it I'm, caused a lot of controversy at the time. It did, yeah. You know, it, uh, mainly because I had that haircut before him. Uh-huh. At school, everybody said, oh, you've got David Beckham's haircut. I said, no, I had it before him. You've got lovely I sat, I sat with the lovely... Well, I've got the same hair as him, mm, basically. Mm. So I sat with this bloody colander on my head. So, you know, in Hartlepool, getting any kind of bleach in your hair used to be a bit of a problem, you know. But, mm. you know, I spent ages getting that haircut, and, you know, he comes along and spoils it for me. Did, oh, this is like listening to an outtake from Kez. It's so grim. <laughs> Did people Sad. throw stones at you in yeah. the street when you had that? It's hard. It's hard to be a little bit indie. It wasn't as bad as when you had a skinhead in the Alice Band. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rip off Beckham. Okay, well, good First. start. So David yeah. Beckham's hair. Um, we, we'll start the show. Luke. Um, I had trouble thinking about this because I thought, all the ones I thought of, I thought, actually, I would want them changed. It's part of what I like about... Part football. of the fabric. Yeah, mm. part, part of the rich tapestry. Life's rich pageant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I eventually went for a special nod... So the Harold Schumacher getting away with yes, GBH yep. on um, <coughs> Batistón. That's yeah. that, exactly how it sounded. That was a replay then. In yeah. the 80s. Uh, uh, but I actually think I will go for the Hand of God in 1986. Right. Hang on. Maradona. No, no, let him... Because I think that should have been changed, because I think, actually, if the referee had just given that as a free kick, um, nothing more would have been said. Mm. It would be fine. And, and we wouldn't have to go through this rigmarole all the time now, every time England play Argentina in any sort of competitive game. And it wouldn't be used still as a reason to hate El Diego and overshadow his, his, his abilities and his achievements on the p- field of play. We mm. would also have had two World Cups. We definitely would have, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no question in my mind about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because Maradona didn't do anything else in the game, so... <laughs> yeah. He's, he's anonymous, haven't he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> in a tournament, really. Yeah. I mean, Terry Butcher scored nine goal from memory, but <laughs> that's why I'll, I'll go for that one. Silly. And I realised that I've ironically have contributed further to that uh, debate, but yeah, mm. it had to be mentioned. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a good mention. And a big one, that's a big one. We've had two big ones big to decisions. start with. It's just the way my trousers are hanging. Jimmy. It's 2002. It's the I World wish it was. <laughs> it's, it's Brazil against Turkey. Ah, I don't know what he's going. Yeah, for. you know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hakan Unzel kicks a ball to Rivaldo so he can take a corner, right? Mm, yeah. But Rivaldo gets hit in the stomach with a ball and mistook that for being punched in the face. He got and hit in the, the knee. In the knee, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, no, <laughs> the sort of general midriff area, the, mm-hmm. the middle of him. Um, and then he went down, clutching his face. We all know what happened. Uh, you know, Unzel was uh, was sent off, and it was all a big tragedy and all a bit embarrassing. And I. It, <laughs> My testosterone shudders when yeah. I think of it. Uh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is so embarrassing. It, it, should, it should never have happened. It's, it's one of those things... It should never have gotten away with it. It's true, and it's one of those things that people who don't like football use as a yeah. stick to mm. beat the sport with. Absolutely. And Rivaldo was a phenomenal player. Mm. Mm. It yeah. was and is better than that. And, and, and often people who hadn't seen too much of his career, you, you know, you see like little highlights packages and whatnot of Rivaldo. That is one of those clips that is often played when his name... Is, is mentioned yeah and i'm sure he regrets it yeah yeah and it really it's such a shame because we are oh, what that fake yeah. or <laughs> divaldo more like yeah. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that's why he's still playing he's just endlessly trying to run away from what happened <laughs> i mean it's in the same way that people pillory stephen taylor isn't it because he obviously had it same quality of decent, yeah, it's same, class same of- similar player Similar pedigree. Yeah. Maybe he's still playing <laughs> until he does get smashed in the face with the ball in that exact situation. He's the holder's so he, knee. So, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, so he can feel like there's some sort of karmic justice has been done and he yeah. can get on with his life. Just but y- himself. Y- your head can get rewired. So, you know, you, you, it's, you know, pain's very much, um, you know, arbitrary. You, your brain could think that it comes from a different part of your body. I've uh, got a you, weird thing on the side of my belly that occasionally... If I scratch it, I can feel it in my um, head. Yeah, everyone has that. Mm. Everyone has that sort of thing going on with different t- parts of the body. That's why mm. reflexology is a big thing, isn't it? Mm. So I know it's probably, it's probably, he didn't hurt Rivaldo. Like, are we, no, are we, are we being harsh on Rivaldo? Is that, <laughs> didn't well, hurt maybe him. that happened. I, I for one think it's very, very much more likely that he's got some sort of like nerve ending problem. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. I, I would hurt. like to remove myself from the running for the point. <laughs> yeah. You already did with your answer. <laughs> right? No, no, no. He's Team Rivaldo. Wired. They've been wired wrong. Mm. Yeah. Um, Qatar 2022. That's your one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, more on that later. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know. Um, th- more on that later. Ah, right? very good. Or um, uh, the Frank Lampard goal, 2010. Well, we'd had three World yeah. Cups. We'd have never have known. Chase those two. We, we would have, at half time, yeah. two all, we'd have yeah. never have known. Yeah. Now England, versus, refer- England versus Germany. Now all those referees have got where the stupid watches. Yeah. Because yeah. of that. We Just had that um, decision. I think uh, we don't know what would have happened if that goal had counted by Lampard. I think we, we would have. All around this table, we can agree that we had him on the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> we had him on the ropes. Because they were having a rest. <laughs> yeah. Having bought themselves a luxury. <laughs> Luke's got to get the point. Oh, come, on. come on. Don't now. be silly. Don't be silly. But let's wipe the smile off his face <laughs> by going to the Premier League. <laughs> Southampton 4, Hull 1. The best team in England with the best English players. Yeah. There, is, there isn't a more effective way to wipe the smile off my face. <laughs> Get him in there. They are playing plane. great football, uh, dominating it. As a side, and that is an important result because, you know, at home to Hull and so on and so forth. But actually, um, if you want to be considered... One of the t- uh, really, really taken seriously. Yeah, you can you can play well against the big sides, but actually brushing aside the small teams, you think, mm. well, hang on a minute, this is just, they're not just raising their game for the big teams. Yeah, yes. they've got a lot to offer. 
They yeah, got a lot I, to offer. I think Hull have got a bit of quality as well. They've not been. They've not yeah, been sorry, yeah, they're, they're essentially a mid-table team, aren't they? they they've played, at the moment. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's tough to it's, break down Hull as well. Like it's four ones, impressive. It huh? is. It is because Southampton have essentially built their platform this season on not necessarily smashing their goals in, but just not conceding. I think they've got the best defence in the Premier League, haven't they? Mm, so, something like that. Yeah. So a lot of their goals, a lot of their games have been sort of you know, low-scoring affairs. But look, look at the game they gave Spurs. Uh, hole and you know Southampton as you say just brushed them aside yeah and it was, it was, was brilliant uh, he was mm. so good and what I, a goal I think I, I mean I, it's difficult for me to make any sort of comment because people who listen to the show regularly know I support Portsmouth but if I say that that Lallana goal was a good goal, but the defending was poor oh come I'm on not go, I'm not having a go at home. but they didn't get anywhere near him did but, they? no but they, it, it can be both yeah of course absolutely of course well, the it. defending was poor on that Maradona goal <laughs> also true, also true. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think that they, they, they under Pochettino, they're such a good team to watch. They press really high. They, I mean, they've got. I think they've won one, uh, lost, lost one game this season. Which I think it's just them and uh, Everton are the only teams to have lost one game this season. Mm. The front four of, of Lambert, Lallana, Rodriguez, and, and Ward Prowse, all um, English as well, all English. But do you think it's maybe that's the the thing to do? You give a couple of players some foreign sounding names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get, could, get him on that be. ferry. Ronaldo. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's worth, the, worth a thought, mate. Walton takes him all to default the default before the The reason this thing is... Uh, <laughs> like Farnborough did, you know that? Oh, yeah, did, did, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry, Luke. Yeah, I was going to say that the reason that it's a little bit... Um, well, exciting if you're a Southampton fan, I suppose, is because all the other teams... It's not a clear... And if you're a neutral, Luke, as yeah, well. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, true. If you're <laughs> anyone but you. Yeah. Or anyone who loves football. Yeah, all right. Is that there's not, really a, there's not really another team stepping up and really saying that we're going to be in this top four for definite. Yeah, mm. we're, we're going to... Because every other team around them, like the top six or seven sides, they've got flaws. They've got reasons why they mm. may not achieve so highly. Mm-hmm. And that's rare. You, you hardly ever see that. I mean, you've got Manchester United have got a new manager. It's a transitional period for them. Mm-hmm. I know they're in a good, good run at the moment, but you, you understand the point. Arsenal, there's question marks over their sort of mental fortitude. Chelsea, I don't think Chelsea even know what their best team is yet. Mourinho mm, doesn't mm. seem to. Um, yeah, Man City can't win away. Spurs can't score. Everton at Everton. You know, so there's reasons all those teams around there could, uh, Surrounds look like the most dominant team at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you got, obviously, Everton or Everton, special, I like that. Special mention for Liverpool as well, who are obviously doing well, but <laughs> they've, very well. they've got no experience of winning the league in, you know, in, in really in living memory almost. So, <laughs> well, they haven't, have they? Yeah, I know what you mean. They're, they're, they're almost anyway. like at Mourinho side in that, in that they, they're quite proud of their defence to a certain extent. Yeah. You, know, they, mm. you know, they don't let a lot of goals in. Uh, but what a performance by Southampton anyway though it was really, really indeed positive. Jim what's um, good about Pochettino is he's just he's come in and he's got um, well what was before I mean I, I don't think it's unfair to say a fairly average Premier League side he's got them playing some fabulous football he's, in I a mean, very short space of time well, he's got them incredibly well drilled and yet at the same time they seem to be able to express themselves he's used that defence as a really really solid bedrock yeah. for them to just just play like the, the freedom they had they were so tidy and just so, just as I say expressing themselves so much against Hull they look like one of the first teams around as well they yeah. work so hard but I mean it's worth saying that the next three of the next four Premier League games mm-hmm. are Arsenal away Chelsea away and City at home mm. City at home should be fine Either, yeah bang, <laughs> bang. <laughs> To be fair, though, I think before Pochettino, they, they, they were putting in performances under their last manager. You know, I think there, there was an know. outcry when he when, you he, was when sacked, he joined. It, it was yeah. a, you know, everyone was no, no, really annoyed about but, it. But I'm saying that they were. You said they're kind of above their weight. Well, I don't know actually. I mean, you look at some of their players. I mean, Wanyam was a great signing. Osvaldo as well. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could argue, but um, but, but what I think the point I was saying before was that actually there were fears of relegation. But Wanyam was at fault for the goal, wasn't you, he? Yeah, badly as well. But it didn't seem to make much effort to try and like get back to no. clear it up we're already easily winning don't worry yeah, about it yeah. Yeah, save <laughs> your energy it's what we used to do at Celtic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't worry if anyone's got uh, Boric in goal for their fantasy team no mm. I, I actually have as well no, yeah. a, yeah. 
<laughs> I found I found out that I'm uh, mid table on my fantasy league uh, team, uh, even though I've not touched it since the first week. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. I'm above people who actually have been trying every week. Week oh, in, right. week out. I am sure. bollocks at fantasy football. Same. Yeah, mm. I just give up after about a week. Same. I get bored. Boring. Yeah. But um, let's not get bored on the podcast. <laughs> did you Did you see what Steve Bruce said after the game? Tell yeah, us, Jim. That's as big a doing as we've had for a long, long time. Oh, nice. The term doing isn't used enough. It should be like, you know, as we tried to make the hall a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say friend of or the show, glut. Steve Bruce? <laughs> Twat. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I just think he's quite a nice man. Oh, shut up. <laughs> You don't like him. Should we move on to someone who's a bit more likable? Big Sam and his West Ham team (laughs) were away to Norwich City. Mm. Um, And Norwich won 3-1. Much better from Norwich, actually. Ravel Morrison got a a goal, but uh, they came back very strongly and playing some great stuff. Uh, There's a surprising result. I thought that that West Ham would really flat the blocks against Norwich Mm. because they've got no confidence. Well, they didn't have any confidence. They Mm. obviously had heavy defeat Mm. against City. They had a couple of heavy defeats before that. And when they got their noses in front, I mean, you've got to give Norwich so much credit for coming back absolutely because they, they, their confidence must be at rock bottom after the run they've had and they actually really took it to West Ham I mean was it Johnny House who rattled the bar oh yeah brilliant. oh that yeah. was such a shame that never went yeah, in that would have been goal of the month and I don't know what Yaskalainen was doing basically I, West Ham let him back in but Yaskalainen dropping that massive clanger mm. I uh, thought it looked like a foul on Yaskalainen in the build up to the penalty that's I, thought interesting. Quite I thought it was a nailed on pen me but have you ever seen have you ever seen get, uh, someone hit the ball harder than yeah, Gary that loves it you know, Morrison for West Brom, the, 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 the Scots boys. West Ham, you mean? Um, no, 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 James uh, Morrison. James Morrison. Oh, right, for West Brom, he, he spanked Rattle. a penalty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, uh, Hooper was uh, absolutely leathered it. I think um, it is a bit more simple than, than all of this. Um, let's be honest, how'd you distract Big Sam? Yeah. Delia. Coleman's. Yeah, exactly. Delia, yeah. straight away. Delia, she's just, yeah. she's put on a spread, their game plan's just falling <laughs> apart, because Sam's not there to just, just do anything. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there in a minute, I'll be there <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> start <laughs> without me. <laughs> she, seriously, start without me. I'm just finishing up some, uh, a very important paperwork. <laughs> and, uh, Pastry <laughs> work, paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, it's, uh, but I mean, if West Ham are just floating above the relegation zone this time, well not this time, but like the start of 2014, would you give Big Sam any money? What? I'll tell you, I've, mm. said, this, I've said this on the show before, I'll, I'll that tell you That win point. that they... Yeah, they're dying, had... it's just dying out on that. They've won mm. two games all season. Dying out a lot, mate. Yeah, you, you can't stop dying out. I, I mean, I, but they do need do. recruitments up top. No, big but, time. They, but they don't seem to want to play any strikers anyway, even if they had any. Well, Simon can't call a free, mate. What more yeah. do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, are you calling Leroy Fur's goal a brush? I am. Mm. A brush. He's a beast, Fur. It was a brush. Good to see he him brushed it in, did he not? He's an excellent player. It's apt, it's apt that he is actually a beast when he's called Fur. Mm. That's what mm. I uh-huh. Did you see Match of the Day? Yes. Uh, there was a, a, just a, a brilliant shot of what looked like the Norwich board, because Delia was there and a few other people that you regularly see there, and they looked like a Doctor Who convention. <laughs> like, <laughs> the amount of just Scarfs. knitwear on yeah. display was brilliant. A lot of <laughs> colourful knitwear in the Norwich area. Um, Snodgrass put away a lovely free kick. Mm, it will yeah. do that. He's got, they've they mm. scored so many direct free kicks Norwich, don't they? Snodgrass got a few last season from... from I think yeah. three from what... They said a match of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Really. Cool. Wowzers. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much all what happened in the Premier League on the weekend. <laughs> oh, a little joke there, listeners. Uh, nonsense. <laughs> We're going to go to Stamford Bridge where Chelsea uh, rescued a point against West Bromwich. Stole a point. Albion. <laughs> oh. Of course, it would have ended uh, Mourinho's home record uh, with Chelsea, which is a pretty fabulous one, I have to say. Well, I did it's like... not difficult to see why. He gets decisions like that. Wow. Well, I, <laughs> I did find it funny when... They said, you know, are you relieved? You know, would it, would it have upset you? And he said, no, if when my home record comes to an end, I'll go out and celebrate in a nice restaurant. Right. He um, also said, if anyone should be complaining about the referee, it's me or something. Or I, yeah, he, had the pause. Like, he thought God. it was a penalty. 
Yeah, well, I'm sure he did. <laughs> he, but the thing is, Mourinho believes that, and that's probably part of his strength, isn't it? In his mind, those it's those two decisions were absolutely um, incorrect against him and correct for him. I mean, it was a penalty. We saw it, the penalty being taken. So yeah, it definitely <laughs> existed. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yes. that's, that's what he does. I think yeah. anyone's doubting that. Yeah, <laughs> Samueletu uh, got the opener. Liam Ridgewell oh, should have cleared. Burgled it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. I, yeah. I thought to myself, Ridgewell, like. Yeah, we're about to play Chelsea and Samuel too. I know he's maybe not quite as good as he was a couple of years ago. But if you're a defender and, and <laughs> Get the ball... done. <laughs> yeah, if the, the keeper spilled it the, out to you in the six-yard box... Um, now, I know we like to play our way out of trouble. That's what we're trying to do now yeah. in the modern game and all. But if, if <laughs> you know, most of the players were in front of him. Um, Eto came from behind. If, if the ball's dropped to you and it's a, a, a panicky situation in, in the six-yard box and you can't see out Samuel Eto, yeah. just get rid. Yeah. But that's the <laughs> second time this week that he's done that in the Champions League as well. He just absolutely robbed the goalkeeper. Yeah, he like, did. He, he hid from him. Well, he saw it's him. like he's just realised he could do that. He's like, I can't believe how easy this is. <laughs> it's, it's happening in every game. It's brilliant. I wish I found this out when I was 18. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, it, I, I know what you mean. I mean, if there is a time and a place for that sort of stuff. And if you, if that wanted to sound like a stereotypical sort of... Mm. Reductive English English sort of football fan, you have really got to clear your line sometimes. There's no disgrace in that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it maybe confidence, um, you know, precludes the doubt. So he's not in doubt. So he's not going to kick it out. Yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> I see what you mean. The, the, the key part of the phrase, <laughs> if in doubt, kick it yeah, out. Yeah, but is it? Wasn't in doubt. I'm not in doubt. Yeah, but he doesn't have to clear it. He can make a long pass. <laughs> he could do. That's the <laughs> difference. That's <laughs> what Big Sam calls him. That's the difference. Yeah, that's right. Break it. Uh, <laughs> do you think um, West Brom didn't play Berahido just? You know, so Chelsea wouldn't try to sign him, just yeah. sort of hide him <laughs> from their radar. They could have oh, gone three one up, couldn't they, West Brom? Yeah, oh, Chris Brunt made a poor decision. Well, I just it? like to say that the, the Shane Long equaliser was was quite strange because the ball was obviously dropped down um, a yard or two from the Chelsea goal line, and there was Terry and a couple of other Chelsea defenders just watched it, and Shane Long, none of them jumped for it, mm. and Shane Long just sort of popped mm. over the top and said, "Thanks very much." I couldn't believe and that. Check yeah. was at fault for the second young goal as well. Yeah, it's it was a very very uncharacteristic. It's an, an Unlike the, the Mourinho Chelsea we're used to, it's interesting how different this team. But is. It, yeah. it's like they've not played night. together before, and yeah. they have. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just don't think. I just don't think Mourinho knows what his best team is. Well, did you see him after the game? So much. Yeah. He was wearing a blazer and a t-shirt. He's rotating <laughs> even his wardrobe. It's getting <laughs> so a bit how cute. Well, you all have to rotate the wardrobe. You can't wear the same thing every day. I know, but you know, have does. some consistency. Oh, I see what you mean. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but you've got to either go informal or you're not going formal. Yeah, okay. You know, you, you, if you're going to do a t-shirt and a blazer, you're going to look like Miami Vice. It's not. <laughs> and that doesn't instill confidence into your players. Yeah, that is true. You know, you, you, the problem Mourinho's got, I think, because I think Czech's been a little bit suspect positionally recently. Mm. Anyway, that's a sort of slightly separate point. But, but it doesn't seem to know what the better combination of forward players seems to be. And he's had this problem with Matter, where he sort of isolated him a bit. Matter didn't even mm. come on, did he? He might have come no, on. From, I, mean. I don't think he did. Um, He's had that problem with Hazard and his staying away from training. We had to drop him midweek for the Champions League. Mm. I know he scored a penalty and stuff, but it's not going as smoothly as you would have anticipated for Chelsea at the moment. No, and, and they've got a big opportunity; they can get their shit together. You know. Mm. Do you think he's he's struggling that um, you've got um, an array of talent? You could argue more stars in there than than what he had previously. Mm, off the top of my head, maybe that's not correct, but. He's just struggling to really make them his own and his team mm. because before, um, you know, they would have walked across a desert for him. You know, they saw, yeah. they talked so highly, and also he would take the brunt of the media. And I think we mentioned last week that he's obviously not done that this time round. Matter is the big example. There. Eleven mistakes he said last week. Yeah, yeah. well, and he's yeah, so absolutely. Do you think that he's just struggling to kind of pull them all together? He likes a smaller squad, um, and 
perhaps as well, we know how Mourinho likes to play, but yet Abramovich has made it very clear that he wants to win in style. Mm. Is, is there a little bit of disharmony and conflict that Possibly, is, yeah. they're struggling but to resolve? Also, I think an, an interesting point is that Chelsea now are a bigger club than when Mourinho first took over. When he took over, mm. they never won the mm. Premier League. And now he's, he's coming back to a different yep. animal. And yep. it's, I think maybe that's why he's trying to kind of struggling to well, he's make his mark on it in the same yeah. way. Oh, I mean, we're assuming he's trying to do it in the same way. Maybe he's changed as the manager and he's well, trying new things. But Well, he has changed since he was last at Chelsea, and Chelsea have changed since he was there as well. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily automatically going to go well, well for him the whole time. But the other thing is that <clears throat> he's used to being at clubs for a short amount of time, isn't mm. he? And, and, the, and the reason he can get away with that is because he mm. tends to deliver success pretty instantaneously. Yeah. So if he doesn't do that, it'd be interesting to see how it pans out. Well, his, I think his um, model is... Um, you know, the Bella Gutman uh, school of thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, th- and he would turn up, rattle all the cages, ruffle all the feathers and all yeah. such expressions, and try to win the Champions League on his way out and go, you don't like me? Well, I've just given you that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Chelsea, there seems to be more of a longer goal. This this is the club. He, 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 he mm. mentioned it. he'd love to do something like what Sir Alex Ferguson did at, at Manchester United. And He's too volatile a character for that. He is, but if there's one place... Perhaps he can do it. He's Chelsea. Yeah, okay. he ain't going to get that opportunity. There was no. Really will story. anyone with a Bramwich there? Well, this is it. This is it. I mean, it's... <laughs> but at the same time, by the way, it's a fair point. Will anyone with a Bramwich is there? Possibly not. But if he doesn't win anything in three seasons, yeah, you, know, you can't. Uh, Bramwich isn't the sort of guy who's going to keep keep someone there, even if it is Mourinho, for as long as, as mm-hmm. all that. Anyway, I, I think that's very unlikely, though. Mourinho would go three seasons without winning you don't anything. Think? No. no. Well, if Abramovich, we'll we'll if Abramovich wants to play a more fluid attacking style, I mean, Chelsea had about five up front. Yeah, they did. The yeah, they were pushing. They were pushing. They were playing yeah. a sort of a three-two-five. Yeah. I thought that was... Re- I mean, obviously that's ridiculous, but Mourinho sometimes does that, doesn't he? And I thought, the most you should play is four up front. Well, two boys way out wide. Two, play like two-four-four. Four. Two boys way out wide, almost in the flipping corner, for, like, behind the fullback. But back. the reason they can do that, Marcus, in, yeah. in that situation, is because he knows... He'll put, he'll put his house on that the West Brom aren't going to attack because they're already winning. Mm. They're not going to attack. They're going to they're going to just dig a trench. And so he's not got any real comeback on that because if he's already two one down, if they do break away and score third, it doesn't matter. They're going to lose anyway. Yeah, but the, I think some of the points they were making on match of the day was the fact that they just had no midfield. So actually, to try and craft their way through in numbers. Um, it just wasn't happening. And Mourinho, he can play a little bit too narrow. We've yeah. seen uh, in previous. Do you think yeah, Mourinho seasons. knew that Ramirez can just give himself penalties? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Before he knows it. now. Yeah, it was in- incredible, wasn't it? It was really. such a sickness. I mean, yeah. Steve Clark against his old team, uh, of course. I can't remember what Steve Clark said afterwards. He was annoyed, was he? Presumably. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's just, choking, sir. I think. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, he was devastated. I mean, but I tell you what, for West Brom, if they're going away from the bridge. Um, gutted, yeah. gutted that they've yeah. got a point. Yeah. Then you know it's good times. Yeah, it's they? the circumstances of it, though, isn't it? Of course, yeah. But I think, uh, but West Brom have, have played some decent stuff this season, and Steve Clark's been been excellent for yeah. them. It's a shame to see Ramirez do that. I really rate him as a player. I mean, he's such such a hard working player. Yeah. He's really reliable as well. It's like, oh come on. And yeah. it, is, it is particularly gutting for West Brom having won two one at Old Trafford to yeah. win two one at Stamford Bridge yeah. in the same season. I mean, my goodness. You know, go for the full collection, Pete. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so, oh, dear. Uh, unfortunate scenes for, for West Brom and the neutrals at the end of the game at, <laughs> at Stamford Bridge, but, but Chelsea got a point. Uh, at Old Trafford, um, there was less drama. Mm. Um, and there was a, there was the one winning goal uh, from Robin Van Persie. There tends to be just one winning goal. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'd like to say now that was a shoulder. And not a header. It was, you yeah. watch it again. He headed it into his shoulder, didn't yeah. he? So it was a, an assist from he his head. He set himself up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he really, really enjoyed it. 
<laughs> yeah. But well, you know, it's, I think it's better for him to pretend because to not enjoy it. Because he plays for Man United now. Do you think, yeah. it, was it a, a, a bit of a, a plea from Wenger, maybe, or a last-ditch attempt for a, a slight mind game when he went, he'll always be an Arsenal guy? Yeah. Just sort of backfired. <laughs> I don't know, if you actually read that interview, that was taken hugely out of context. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I um, couldn't be bothered reading the interview. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's the I've got my quote and I ran with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> British British media, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it, was it, it was a pretty, pretty boring game, wasn't it? It wasn't great as uh, yeah. a lot of those encounters have gone. And um, Arsenal really struggled to make uh, make any chances. Obviously, apparently, they, a lot of them were ill, but, you know. Um, I was really disappointed with Arsenal, really. I, yeah, I, they I, were very blunt. I thought Man United did really well in closing the space down and not mm. giving them It was such all. a scrappy game, wasn't it? Was. it in the, in yeah. midfield, and that's a, a really moisy performance. <laughs> it was a moisy performance. <laughs> <laughs> when Arsenal did have possession as well, their decision making was pretty poor. They right. were often and the execution the wrong of it was also Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting you say, Pete, I think you're right. Saying that Moyes set up his team, you've got Phil Jones in, in the centre of the park. Um, mm. It was just to really try and stifle that incredibly creative and, midfield. And, and because they had their illnesses, because you had people like Anoff, Vermaelen, like, coming in that, who hadn't played, like you had players that hadn't played for a little while, mm. you, you were resorting to putting Bentner up front yeah. <laughs> late on in the game, who was horrific in his yeah, touches. Yeah, he will be. <laughs> well, he's not a very good player. Uh, mm. And yeah. people will say, oh yeah, but when he plays and when he starts and when he gets a run of games, he'll score. Yeah, he doesn't score that many. Yeah, and he doesn't right. score at the highest level either. <laughs> <laughs> the thinks he's great Dane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought I thought that um, is what I thought. I thought that Manchester United were content. Yeah, is what I thought <laughs> to have uh, to let Arsenal have the ball, and they knew they could stop them um, creating by really closing the space down. Mm. It helped a lot that Urzu had one of his poorer games he did. since he's since he's arrived, and even like a simple pass of him were going wrong. It was just one yeah. of those games. Well, Giroud was, was very isolated as well. He, he didn't get the support he needed. I didn't think Vermaelen did too bad, by the way. No, I thought Vermaelen was fine. Yeah, it was. It was uh, in I fact, think... I was quite impressed with him having not played for so long because he had a bit of a nightmare on the, at Old Trafford last year. Absolutely, and everyone was sort of expecting the same thing. Mm. But Chris Moyne did very well. Phil Jones did very well as well. Yes, I think Rooney that... was a standout player for United for me. He was Again. everywhere. He ran them ragged, didn't he? I mean, you don't tend to like Phil Jones in the centre of the pitch, Luke. No. But when deployed like that, it's it's not the worst idea. I think there's always been, for me anyway, I've had question marks um, over... Smalling and Jones's quality, and then you want to see a player sort of nailed down a role after a while. And Jones will possibly be a centre back going forward. I don't know, but he was exiting that middle game. Uh, sorry, that middle sort of section of the park. But it, because because I think though the reason he looked so good mm. is because his job was completely reactive. Or well, it wasn't. Okay, he wasn't yep. mean. He didn't really. He was, he was clearly given a brief, wasn't mm-hmm. he? And Arsenal have got a very strong in that part of the pitch. So Phil Jones was given this sort of remit of just marauding around, spoiling everything he could. <laughs> yeah. and he almost he almost took Chesney's head off at one yeah. point with his and own then, head. Then <laughs> Flamini um, <laughs> got his revenge. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. And so and so it was it was. And, and of course, I'm not. I'm not belittling that role. You need to have that role sometimes. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Manchester United have won the game, so it's, it's great for them. Mm. It worked perfectly. Like, the set piece goal, fine. It just depends whether Manchester United are used to playing that way. Mm. Not really, are they? Mm. You say a team comes to Old Trafford, you want to see Man United sort of swashbuckling their way to a win. Mm. Now, of course, they'll take any win they can get because it's a transitional period for them. Mm-hmm. They're, on, they're on a good run and the win. Only five win. points off the top now. Of course. Well, there's only six points separate the top eight teams on there. So yeah. it's really mm. close up there. So it's a yeah. massive win for them. Then really important. Yeah. Um, as, as it, from an Arsenal point of view, it, it wasn't as, as sort of demoralising a defeat as it could have been. No. Because obviously Arsenal was still top um, going into the international break. And I mean, They've lost it was United, turgid, But they weren't taken apart. No, 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 no I'm saying... Exactly. That's last the, year was 8-2, wasn't you've it? You've lost to Manchester... That was two years ago. Two years ago, yeah, yeah. You've lost to Manchester... And also I think that was a dream. You lost the game still top, Jim. Exactly. 
Absolutely. So it's, I think you know, there's still a confidence there. It's not. We, we spoke before about a lot of people expecting the wheels to come off during this tough run, and they've they've lost two of those tough games and won two of those tough games. So I think you know it's it's not been a disaster. I think the mental strength is still there. Would I think you, it's certainly growing. Would it, be, it have been a much worse match if you'd faced Manchester United last season, for example? Because oh, I've read that like, Man United has the so. worst passing accuracy of like a oh, really? good five years or something like that. I may have just made that up in my head, but certainly. Well, yeah, who's going to check? Um, I, was also, check. I was also thinking as a factor is that like the games they played midweek I mean Arsenal played against Dortmund mm. big game away from home and Man United played uh, in Sociedad mm. at like a snail's pace mm-hmm. yeah it was a pretty dull game and Man United made changes whereas Arsenal didn't really make that many changes so mm. I think that told a little bit as well mm. and that was a hell of a match for Arsenal as well it was a really really yeah that was uh, <laughs> they were excellent but they had to really sure, really grind Jim, Jim something that I've, I noticed about um, Arsene Wenger and uh, the figure he cut after the game in previous years we've seen Wenger after these big games be a bit downbeat and moan mm. about the referee and be a, a come across a little bit sulky mm. after the game he was very much you know well the team needs to bounce back I mean shame but we'll move on and uh, quite a different um, yeah. attitude and I thought actually that would probably have an effect on the players if indeed he takes that attitude I mean I don't know what goes on in the dressing room or on the training ground well, but yeah, that was very interesting in previous seasons my reaction to a defeat at Old Trafford even like some of the awful ones uh, would have just been like ugh but now it which was his as like, well yeah, indeed but mm. now it just sort of feels like alright well let's just regroup and try and beat them at the Emirates yeah they're not a good team yeah. not, it doesn't necessarily mean an awful lot they lost at Old Trafford that's right because the, I'll tell you something we mentioned it earlier all these teams at the top are going to drop points. There's mm. no standard. Well, it, it actually went very well for Arsenal, given that most teams did as well. Mm. Um, uh, my main concern is if Olivier Giroud gets injured, um, because both Podolski and Walcott are out, and uh, that, that you, Enben's in there, isn't he? Straight <laughs> yeah. away. So, yeah. I mean, it, I, hopefully those two players will be back by the end of the international break, but yeah. we need to. Yeah, that could be a disaster. Could be a disaster. Um, so, Manchester United won 1 0. Not the only United to win 1-0 on the weekend, eh, Petey? Mm. Spurs nil, Newcastle United won, Loic Remy scored, and Tim Krull did the rest. Yeah, <laughs> his kicking wasn't very good, though, was it? <laughs> uh, he used to have work on that. He shanked a lot of that into what the What is happening here? I mean, there was a, a much better performance when they went out in the League Cup, um, Cup One Cup to uh, Manchester City, mm. then they beat Chelsea. Yeah, I'd have go away to Spurs and win. I think Spurs' uh, finishing was slightly suspect. There was oh, a lot was. of drilled Krull shots. Was, I think. But Krull was, Krull was, but Krull was, you know, yeah, fantastic. Three, three of those, like, three of those saves from Krull were, were world class. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the others were right yeah. at him. Yeah. Soldado, You'd expect him to make them. It was poor finishing from Spurs. Soldado yeah. had a header he just should have buried. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the problem with Spurs at the moment is they're so ponderous. They're so, like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they overplay it so much. Mm. When, when they're at home, it gives the away team, Bear in mind, Newcastle have already scored by this point. It gives the away team so much time to sort of dig themselves in and set mm. themselves up to, to not be broken down. And okay, you can say Spurs are a lot of shots and stuff, but getting the ball past the keeper and into the net is part of the breaking a team down <laughs> program. <laughs> You've still got to yeah. score. That is effectively the breach. The most, po- the most important point. Yeah, that is the tipping point, <laughs> isn't it? I thought, I thought the first half of performance in Newcastle was probably the best I've seen this season, but second half, it, they just let... Spurs run on them, but luckily enough, Spurs aren't just just aren't playing uh, to to anywhere near their capacity at all. They just yeah. don't seem like yeah. they they just they fall to pieces in the box. I think. So I mean, a couple of I don't know. It's probably not the same now, but a week or so ago, it was Spurs' best ever start to a season, wasn't it? So yeah, you know, yeah. they're still going very yeah, but well. They still can't score, can they? they just mm. Cannot. That's score. the baffling thing. They, they're going to click at some point. But Someone's getting. I did expect get hiding off. Yeah. I did expect Defoe to come on and score because he does. He when does have they do got full? Quite a lot. To, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the question. That's what they were looking for. But that, 
that's an excellent point about Defoe. It's, they can't score. Soldado has put away a few penalties, whatever it is. Should Defoe be given a bit more of a run out in that team? Perhaps. He, he, he he's a man the most threatening. He knows how to score a goal. Player. And he knows how to score league. a goal against Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're, they're, Don't we all? I think they've got to stick with Soldado, really. It's almost like he's a big sign. And, and he is a good player. I just don't think they're playing to a way that suits him currently. I mean, if you look at all the goals he scored mm. when he's back in Spain. They're almost like snapshot goals or off-the-shoulder goals or volleys from the independent area. And, and Spurs are so slow getting the ball. They've got fast players, mm. but, and, but, and they've, got, they've also got a real annoying amount of predictability to their play. So, so you'll say that Townsend, for example, yeah. every time he gets the ball, does the same thing. And then, mm. and then some people will say, oh, yeah, but people have doubled up on Townsend. Well, if that's the case, if he's being doubled up upon because it, people see him should as a threat, leave space the other players should be exploiting that space. Mm. They're expensive players. They should know how to score goals. And you cannot rely on a penalty here and a penalty there every game. They've scored nine goals in 11 games. Nowhere near mm. good enough. It's no but I, I, I think, I think on, on the Newcastle side, it, it was a very, very good team performance from Newcastle. I thought players like Gufran, players like bloody Shaw Ramiobi, I, thought I thought Williamson was excellent well. again. Well, Williamson, and, and, well he's, he's keeping Collegini out of the team, effectively. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, he's, it's, I think it's, he's had a good the, season. Uh, yeah, he has to to a certain extent. It, I think it's just telling that you know Colicini can't get can't get a game <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Mm. So um, the, hair, the hair quota is decreasing. Mm. I don't think I necessarily agree that they need to play Soldado because he's been such a big signing. I think you know putting Defoe back in there maybe does send the message to him that he's got to work hard because if if you sign big players like that and then sort of you know just let them do whatever they want, does it not send the message that oh, oh, we feel like we're lucky to have you almost? Is it? Yeah, sort of. But it also I think you've also got to look at the long game and think about the confidence of the player. I mean, he's adjusting to to a different league, a different lifestyle. You know, I think it's the same with Lamella to a certain extent. Lamella comes on, or Lamella plays in the Europa League, does well. He doesn't really get a look in the side. Mm. Townsend's been below par for ages. So, you know, well, not for ages, but for a few games. With the Soldado thing, you've got to put confidence in your player. You've got to say to him, look, we paid this amount of money for you. We think you're a good player. That's why we bought you. You can't just bomb him out if he doesn't play well for a few games. You've got to give him time to find his feet. And mm. it may be that Villas-Boas is playing the long game and, think, and he thinks that Soldado's really good in training if he gets one or two, he'll, he'll fly. Because he doesn't seem to be showing a lack of confidence, but he's taking penalties well and, and he's working really hard. Um, but, I, like I say, I just don't think the way they play really suits how Soldado blocks to play the game, that's all. Is there maybe an argument as well that because Spurs played on Thursday, there's, again, yeah, more course. tiredness there? Of course, yeah, yeah. But he's got a big enough squad to rotate. Yeah. Mm. And that's I, why Defoe is playing in Europe, I yeah. suppose. I couldn't believe that Gomez, Herrera Gomez yeah. was still there. I thought he'd <laughs> gone ages Third ago. He's been choice. piping up, hasn't he? Yeah. He, got a, he got a spot on the bench. Yeah. That's Dreams. incredible, isn't Dreams. it? Not good enough. Yeah. They used to... Brazilian caps and all that yeah, sort no, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he obviously needs a move. It's a funny they? one. It's a funny one. Mm. Um, but Newcastle beat only two points behind Manchester City mm. now. Yeah, it's Jack Alnwick. I uh, feel sorry for our third keeper. He's not getting a look in. <laughs> really, <laughs> he's not going to have a very good Christmas. Well, um, uh, uh, are Sunderland going to have a good Christmas? They beat Man City one 0 Phil Barsley with a nice finish. Wes oh, Brown was magnificent. Was. Mm, he, he really, really was. was. Thirty-four years old now. Wes Brown. <laughs> Get him <laughs> on the plane. Tw- tw- was it twenty-two months out of injury? He's had such a long time out of injury to on, come back and perform like that. On, mm. the, on the plane? Yeah, well, <laughs> on the plane, <laughs> back to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, uh, he, um, he was excellent. I tipped, I tipped someone to win that game all week, and you can check my Twitter feed if you don't believe me. <laughs> Man City away from home, which is a completely different proposition. It's the fourth <laughs> loss of the season. <laughs> They're rubbish. They've lost, was it, away from they, home. Haven't they lost, didn't they lose four away games in total last season? And mm. They've lost four already this season. And they've not even played that many good teams yet. No. Check, yeah, there check Twitter. A Villa, Cardiff, Twitter. and... Um, and now Sunderland, I forget the other one. Um, uh, but Seb Larson should have been sent off, should he not? 
Yeah, but the, yeah, he was the, lucky the referee's position basically meant he got away with it because the, from where the ref- referee was behind Larson, so Larson's body yeah. hid the hid where the where the foot was. Sure. It was a horrendous tackle. It, the, the tackle was ridiculous, yeah. and City would feel very aggrieved by that. But Manchester City, they're just not creating any real chances, are they? They're also, so, tell you what, you take company and the stars out of that back four. Mm. But they're, just, they're just like two different teams home and away. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it, if you look at them at home, they are creating chances. Aguero and Negredo are, are incredible together. They're yeah. doing really, really well. But what, why, why have they got this like well, sickness three, on the three road? Point, three points on the road is it? Is that all? I think it's a three or six. I don't remember. Yeah, well, they've not got not many. Enough. They've lost a lot of games away, mm. and yet against Norwich at home, well, you say it's only Norwich, but I mean, you know, are they walking to the games? Yeah. <laughs> that must, <laughs> must be it. They set off on the Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, it is a strange one. Um, and, and Pellegrini's got to sort that out pretty quickly. Because they're already, I mean, they're point uh, behind Manchester United. And they'll only go further adrift if, if they keep losing games. That's how it works. Mm. I think they're only, they're beating Man City, uh, sorry, they're beating West Ham away, haven't they? That, I think they, they one win in six. They put that to bed. Do yeah. you think, um, has he, uh, had more of an eye on the on the Champions League, perhaps, because I'm sure that would have been um, in his reading. Well, come on, it's not good enough, though, is it? The amount of money at their disposal, the amount yeah, of players sure. on that team. Yeah, I think I think what it is is uh, some of those players. You now, like I say, you take to, you take company as club captain, and a big player for them out. You take the stars that a good quality, you know, young defender mm. out. That that makes it a whole different back four. They've got their own goalkeeping problems. They'll open to Limon's on a case since he came in. Didn't really show himself in a lot of glory with the Sunderland goal. He possibly could have saved it. Mm. Um, They've got problems at the back, but you've got to look at people like so. So, well, I've got a real beer in my bonnet about Yaya Torre, right? Because yeah. he gets all the credit, all the plaudits when he has a good game, and he's a colossus when he's on form. Yeah. But I've seen him in the flesh more than once, just go completely missing. <coughs> and, and the most notable one is in the FA Cup final last season. It's the Cup mm. final, yeah. Man City haven't, you know, no disrespect to City, but they've not showered themselves in trophies over the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. They're in a cup final against a team who have been, who have been relegated, you know. Yaya Torre was anonymous in that game. Him and Nasri were a disgrace. They were just wandering around, not really getting involved in the game. And I think he switches off Torre. I don't think he was great against Sunderland either. They've... And if, 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 you've got to question... I know Nasri's picked up a bit since the start of the season, but you've got to question a player like Yaya Torre, of his quality and of his wage packet and of his importance to that mm. squad going away from home. And I'm sorry, but he doesn't fancy it. He doesn't fancy it. Well, they, they've it's, had not, that, it's not good enough. They've had that aimed at them before, haven't they? That there's an element of the journeyman of, mm. uh, of some of, of the, their players. The mercenary journeyman. Yeah, do you think that's... Fa- yeah, not journeyman mercenaries, perhaps mm. a better word. Jim, do you think that's fair? Well, I think th- that's a, you make a very fair point, Luke. Um, he, he does just does seem to disappear for games uh, um, at a time. And Nasri is, is another great example of that. It took him a lot. I mean, when City signed him, he'd been one of the best players in the league the season before yeah. when he was at Arsenal, and he just immediately dropped off, almost like well, like he'd earned his right to sort of coast a little bit. And I think they do have too many players like that. And also for a player like Edin Dzeko, like. Can he be that motivated if he knows he's a bit part player when he's Edin Dzeko? He's a, he's a superb player. He'd start for most clubs. Do you think? I think it's it's the mercenaries and also the complacency. Manchester United fans like to say that um, obviously their recent history is far more glorious than Manchester City's. Mm. That's obvious. But when when a player goes to um, Manchester United. The, the history is there. They are yeah. told. There is, there's a responsibility when yeah. you play for a club like that. You're joining us, mate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We're happy to have you here, but you, this is where you're coming into. Look at the trophy room. Look at the history. Look at yeah. this, that, and the other. You've arrived, Manchester, not we've arrived, Yeah, right. Manchester City is very much, oh, you guys have made us great. Mm. And when the emphasis is like that, it can be a little bit dangerous. I, I think that it's... It's a case of when you went, when you, I mean, it's maybe different under Moyes, we'll wait and see, but 
it's an institution you sign for. When you go there, you know what's expected of yes. you. Yes. You know, and, and not, I don't want to be too unfavourable to Man City because they, you know. Oh, they're a great club they and they've domi- got a great history as well. And they dominated parts of the game against Sunderland, you know, yeah. the possession and stuff like that. But the point was, I just thought, just as a casual observer watching the game, and I've seen City a few times in the flesh over the last couple of years, I saw players like Larson and players like Brown and players like Barsley who got his goal. Mm. Um, yeah, right foot of playing at left back, you know. I saw them working their socks off, you know. Mm completely dominating areas of the field in terms of making it difficult for City and just, and just working harder. And I don't see how it's acceptable for Manchester City to go, oh, we've got a bit of a shoddy away record. Well, it's not good enough. No. The players are getting paid an awful lot of money to perform. And Man City fans will be going to Sunderland to watch that game and expecting a win. And, and they, they, didn't even, they didn't even really look that bothered I, me. I just think Manchester City, they uh, are a little bit distracted by the fact that, you know, the Champions League is now... Uh, going to BT Sport, you know. Uh-huh, so they're not yeah. playing for the public. They're no, not playing for their supporters. They're playing for Lovejoy. They are. They are. No, so they've got no to good. concentrate on that competition. That's no good. <laughs> that was not until 2015, Peter. They're not careful. They won't be in it, boys. Still, <laughs> still horrible. That though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, the BT Sport thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, the, but I'm f- surprised football it hasn't fans. Happened. I'm surprised it hasn't happened earlier. To but be fair, there was a great article. I think it was in the Telegraph um, about this, and it just said it's fitting, really, that Lovejoy was the one that, to break this to us. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I think um, someone said. Uh, about Jake Humphreys when he said, you know, it's so exciting, football fans will um, will have all the Champions League games all in one place. And he was like, oh yeah, because it's such a drag having to change the channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> we don't turn up to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's all to come in, in, in future seasons. We're talking about this one. Um, so a uh, great win for, for, for Sunderland as well. Before we move on from the Premier League, uh, Jonathan Walters made his 100th consecutive start in the league, the longest current run in the Premier League, according to Opta Joe, scored as well. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's particularly impressive when you realise for, for reasonable amounts of those starts, he's not been that good. <laughs> oh, he's been a good player, I think, overall. <laughs> he, he works hard and stuff, and but yeah, he went for that period of missing all sorts of penalties. Oh, come on! Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, no, but it's a good achievement, isn't it? For an outfield yeah, player. Yeah, it's incredible. It is a good achievement, yeah, yeah. Are we ready to move to the championship anymore? I've not even made one consecutive appearance in the Premier League. Yeah, but you've not been given a chance. <laughs> True. It's, it's not a, your fault. 30 goals in 110 is that right? Dart or something? Mm. That's not great as a striker. He's not a striker, though. He's a midfielder. Yeah. Well, he's he is. A is he? Yes. No, he's, he's a forward. He's Jonathan Walters. That's yeah. all he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a forward, Marcus. I'm not having this midfield I wank. Think, I think you were... <laughs> I beg your pardon. I think uh, you've been a bit hard on him. Last time you were playing, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 it's a corner. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's go on to the championship. There was a derby. Leicester City 0, Nottingham Forest 2. Oh... Pardon? Tuzo. Tuzo. Mm. The Nuge. Um, the Nuge. The, or, 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 he couldn't be what his name, his new nickname that the we've difference. given him. Yeah, the Wait, difference. He was, was a difference for Forrest. Uh, <laughs> still he, living he, up to it. He missed the, p- talking of missing penalties. Yeah, mm. not good enough. There you go. Not good enough. <laughs> not good enough for the night of the room. Um, which <laughs> it yet. definitely isn't. Not yet. <laughs> Leicester, uh, they dominate the early part. Simon Cox um, put Forrest ahead. And uh, Jamie Mackey made it two in the second half. And uh, King Billy Davis, with a wonderful win King there. King Billy Davis. <laughs> well, they call him King Billy in, in his house. Um, <laughs> it's which is a castle, presumably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great win for Forrest, Pete. It is. Hooray for Forrest. Well, they're they're never going to go to the Premier League. <laughs> 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 two really, never going to happen. They had two really annoying defeats before that, and so to win that derby yeah. was massive for them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the weekend where no, nobody else won. But you know what that derby was all about. You still have been Leicester, didn't you? I do, yeah. It's huge. Huge. Gigantic. It's, it's huge for the nude. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, but it's a really good win. They were the only team um, in the top six to win Wood Forest. Yeah. Uh, Burnley drew one all Bournemouth. Ranty with a peach. Mm. Um, uh, Reading debut. Yeah. No less. Uh, Reading drew one all with QPR. Joey Barton's got a free kick there. Joey Barton also did a very odd thing. I don't know if anyone saw yeah, it. Yeah, on. Um, what, it wasn't uh, so much a stamp. It was Danny Guthrie, wasn't mm. it? It was sort of just like la- laid out on the floor after something. And then Barton just dropped a bottle of water on his balls and then very gently stepped on them. And Guthrie didn't seem to react well, at did, all. Well, he gave him a little sort of jiggle. A little testicle jiggle, didn't he, with his foot? Very oh, serious. <laughs> I missed this. Have you I ever was, done that? I was, speaking of, uh, giving someone a testy jiggle. I've been told. I've been told. <laughs> about that. People have uh, someone wants another haircut. Guthrie's he's gone Ooh, for the full-on ninety-nine taxi driver Mohawk. Weird. Yeah, it's bad. Weird. He looks weird. like an ex-con. Uh, <laughs> or a future. Ironically, con. given that he was being assaulted by Joe Biden, who is an ex-con? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about Ross McCormack. Five shots, four goals mm. for Leeds away mm. to Charlton. Mm. Um, awesome. The last one was a lovely free kick. A whole performance. Mm. Just I, one off a glut. I did think when um, mm. I did think when Brian McDermott was asked, I think he was asked in the post-match <laughs> interview, "Is Ross McCormack um, good enough for, for a Premier League team?" And Brian McDermott went, "Fuck off." Yeah, <laughs> no, normally, normally, what would a manager say? Twat. A, a manager would say normally, um, "Yes, he is," and I'd like to see him achieve that with uh, with Leeds United. Yeah. It, Brian McDermott just went, "Yeah, of course he is." I was like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> January's not that far away. And he's yeah. going, cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah. He's looked at the camera. Do you see what happened with Luciano Becchio? Fire Be sale. Careful. Do you remember when um, uh, Chris Waddle prayed for Bradford City under Chris Kamara? Yes, younger listeners, that's a sentence that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he had his um, own video game, Chris Kamara. <laughs> Kamara was in charge of Bradford City and Waddle played for them. And like, every week, Kamara kept saying, my chairman's going to hate me for saying this, but Waddle should be playing a higher standard. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually he did. And Chris and, Kamara. And Kamara yeah, Kamara doesn't manage now, does he? Yeah. Model doesn't play. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't manage to be professional. When, when Portsmouth uh, signed Prozanecki when they're in the second tier, um, like, <laughs> Harry Red, uh, well, not Harry Red, I forget who it was now. Someone, someone was saying, um, someone around Portsmouth might be Mandarich, the chairman at the time, was was saying, for me, he's in a, he should be in a world eleven. But now he's, he's, like, he's, ah, he's let on. himself down. He's like two stone overweight. He's no way he's in the world eleven. <laughs> I love him. Do you know what I mean? But he, he, he was massively overegging the pudding. Mm. You know. Dear, dear. The pudding that he let her eat, <laughs> yeah, which was then fully consumed by him. <laughs> in one sitting. Oh, well, um, a good weekend in the championship. And the FA Cup first round. Um, mm. is, uh, has been uh, started because there's a lot of replays as you'd expect um, a few we're going to pick out here Brentford 5 Staines 0 local derby Juve Rosler's men beat Marcus Gale's men great stuff mm. first mention on the round ball hopefully not the last for Kadeem Harris who scored the goal of the round yeah took the ball just inside the, uh, the, uh, the spot of the halfway line took a few touches rifled it in the top mm. corner Love third it. goal right but UT it was a third mm. I think yeah mm. goal. Uh, non-league Macclesfield beat league one Swindon one of the... is that the second time in a row they've knocked him out of the cup is that right fact fans that's a massive win <laughs> for that question fans yeah. a yeah. win a win is a great result 4-0 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a side who are hammering <clears throat> I think they did that last season um, I may be mistaken <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen to this for fact. No. Um, other non-league sides that are through round two. Salisbury, Dover, Kidderminster, Wedding United, Wrexham. It's weird to think Wrexham. Mm. Non-league side. Tamworth and a handful of other teams have got um, well, replays. You, you forget, Mansfield hammered St Albans City and uh, Mansfield have only just climbed back up, haven't they? Yeah. 8-1. The yeah. yeah. Mansfield have got this young, away this young Iranian English uh, kid 
uh, who's part of the Southampton youth setup. And he said, oh, You yeah. can't always make a Gareth Bale. <laughs> <laughs> some of them have to play for Mansfield. That's it. Stourbridge. Well, some of them were winning 8 1 peaks, so yeah. the joke's on you, pal. <laughs> Stourbridge, um, be- Biggles Wade Town. Biggles Wade Town is in Hertfordshire. Mm. Very nice part of the world. 4 1, both Southern uh, League Premier League uh, team. Um, super, super Pompey got knocked out. Yeah. Stephen is away. Disappointing. Uh, Biggles Wade uh, Town is a nice name. The English uh, uh, first round, FA Cup first round, doesn't throw up as many nice names. Names is the Scottish Cup. No, first Bucky, Thistle, Bucky Thistle, Ockenlock Talbot. Is yeah, a good one. there's some really good ones. Devon Vale, I like. Uh huh. From, <laughs> from, from, from last uh, from last year, Bonnie Rigrose. Oh come on! Now here's a fact for you. Which Hollywood actor once played for Bonnie Rigrose? Sean Connery. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Sean Connery. Yeah. How's go. about that? Brilliant. Mm. Um, we're going to go to the Gloucester Northern Senior League. The big one. Oh. Um, and, uh, Sordley AFC play by the Forest of Dean. Now, we reported on a similar story, um, about this sort of thing a few years ago, um, and it's, it's come up again. Their pitch was torn up by wild boars. Wild boars! <laughs> 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 nice feet, nice. Wild boars! Wild boars! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, to be honest, the sound the sound clips there from last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, any any old listeners to show remember probably two or three years ago. Um, How many times have you l- hovered over that to delete it and gone, no, <laughs> no, not yet. This may <laughs> happen again. Yeah. It'll come back. Well, you're right, Pete, because um, there was a boar expert down um, by the pitch, and he said that they are creatures of habit <laughs> because it's a cut field. They like it better so they can get the worms and grubs. They just like to get in there quickly and dig up what they're looking for. Bouvet mm. Rossler! <laughs> was not involved. Yeah, he, not, he was not, not at all. He was in He's the, pre- the Shola Amiobi. Uh, he was in the previous... Uh, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> we interrupted someone effects. else's radio show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so wild boars are um, tearing up the pigs. It would cost in excess of a thousand pounds. Look, maybe if you nip down there, you'll get a chance to play against loads of pigs. Like you That'd be brilliant. To. That's the closest you'll get. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get the feeling Marcus you... is about to launch an appeal to raise money to, uh, <laughs> to, to have them shot or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, the players? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is one or the other. <laughs> this, should be, this should be an appeal for each. Yeah. And well, whoever wins the, gets to live. This is the third time wild boars have had their wicked way with the club's pitch. Wow. So I'm not, I can't honestly remember I mean, if this was the one. they're doing this at night, and not doing this mm. when, the, when the game's happening. It would be a bit of a bold it's thing to do. <laughs> it's annoying that we missed the second one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were right on there for the first one. <laughs> or maybe it was the second one, Jim, yeah, I don't maybe. know. Um, I like the fact, though, that, um, because sometimes when you watch uh, wildlife programmes and you see the glorious nature of other countries and you think, oh, England, what have we got? English nature's back, baby. I would love to see that. Just some dangerous. wild boar just tearing up a football pitch. Wild It'd be a magnificent spectacle in HD. I think I've felt like tearing up a football pitch going to watch Pompey more than once. <laughs> yeah. The wild boars live down in Pompey. I, I can relate to it. I can relate <laughs> to it. Yeah. Maybe that's what they should do if like if you're if you're a really bad side and uh, a really, really passing team is gonna come. Yeah. You know, like when when I don't know, um when Arsenal go away to certain teams or whatever, they should get the wild boars in and go, Hey I'll banger, play on that. <laughs> I, I reckon like um, Banger doesn't play, mate, just the manager. Well yeah. Mother Na- Mother Nature's trying to get um her own back because uh, of that man who punched that horse at like, Newcastle <laughs> <fan. laughs> <Yeah>. The wild <laughs> boars yeah. heard of this and yeah. thought we're not having it. That's war. That yeah. is war. <laughs> Well, that, is, that, is our, kingdom. that is our Archduke Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> 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 Took them a long time to get organised, but yeah. my God, they have. Well, it's yeah. a bit of unfair on Solely AFC, but, you know, someone had to take it. Yeah, I'm indeed. Afraid. No, but we wish them that... Don't get fresh with me.
And we won't, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the football round. <laughs> What's happening? I was just ending the, ending the section. Are you trying to groom me for a radio DJ? <laughs> I was ending the section. For oh, you. Okay. journeying into your mind further and further each week. Don't get fresh with me. <laughs> Pete, do the Serie A jingle. Oh, you haven't got one. Um, yeah. Unprofessional. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. We're going to Serie A. We're going mm. to Serie A. Um, where Juventus beat. Heavy hit after heavy hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Serie A. I'm aware of that. Boom. Uh, Juventus beat Napoli 3-0 in the big one there. Second versus third. Uh, Lorente is in a, a fine uh, vein. Didn't take yeah. him long, did it? No, only mm. a, a minute or two. Pirlo scored a great free kick. Yeah, with, like, with very little run-up as you well. You can't... How do you defend that? I mean, you've, you've got the ball. It's up and over the ball. It's perfect. Yeah. Don't give away stupid free kicks in that area when Pirlo's <laughs> finally getting it. Simple as that. It's, the best Honestly, way. it's, it's a- not even an issue then. It's yeah. absolutely glorious free kick. It's not around the wall. Did. He's not swung it. It's up and over. Yeah. Wonderful the, the, the technique. The thing that makes Pirlo less cool than everyone says he is, is there's a little known fact that he actually does run around after the referee all game going, oh, come on, ref, give us a free kick. <laughs> come on. Come I'm on. Really good at the... It's really good. I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> did, you see him in, did you see him do the interview in the Halloween mask the other, I the other week? That, no. He no. came out to do a regular interview. He was in a suit. He didn't make any comment and he had a just full Halloween mask. Oh, footballers. I know. Mm. Just an example of the laughs. Uh, Paul Pogba's goal which was a beauty, mm, and probably right. the pick of the game, mm. where he flicked it up and volleyed it. I've got an issue with that. A lot of people have been piping up. Now, I don't use the phrase piping up lightly. You say so, it all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't mean I say it lightly. Uh, so, <laughs> saying that it was a hectic, oh, great, headers and volleys type goal. Incorrect. You cannot set yourself up for no. a volley in headers and volleys. You'd be straight in goal. Yeah. And <laughs> rightly so. That's right. That is spot on. Well, yeah. he, basically, he basically said that he, I actually miscontrolled it the, the first touch. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was lucky he managed to get all of it. <laughs> I'm not having that Headers and Volleys type no. if, if, you're, if you think that You've not played The correct version Of Headers and Volleys You've not played Headers and Volleys To the highest level No, no. <laughs> no Exactly mm. So what do you know About the game mm. Mm. Yeah. They're playing Some lovely stuff Hey mm. um, Roma Drew one all at home With Sassuolo And they're the team That got hammered 7-0 away um, at No no At home to Inter yeah. Although they did get A point I think At Napoli But they're, they're the newly Promoted side But Roma drawing For the second time In a row What are they playing at Jim? I've said it before Football, But just not as well Yeah Oh. Jim, you agree with this? I said it before last week. I said it this week. Garcia out. <laughs> it's not good enough. It's not good enough. If you're going to set yourself that higher standard and then fall below that standard, I'm talking about you, Mr. Wenger. Mm-hmm. Out. <laughs> well, both of those managers are top of the leagues, top of their leagues. Mm. Wenger out. Um, they're a point <laughs> above Juventus now, so. Yeah, I mean, they've still not got, they're still not lost and they've only considered three goals all season. It's not bad. But, mm. but watch out because Inter are coming back into it. And so, mm. and so those wild balls. They're only seven points off the top. They beat Livorno 2 0, but the big story was 40 year old Javier Zanetti made the his comeback. Immortal Javier Zanetti. <laughs> seven months out and the made Bernard a Bernard Hopkins of football. <laughs> His arthritic knees just grinding its way. <laughs> he made a substitute anyway. appearance towards the end of the match. Um, but I quite like what, um, Matsari said um, about uh, Zanetti. He said, if the boys want to become greats, then they should have a look at the example set um, by Zanetti. And what he did in only 10 minutes on the field to come back to his age is such uh, an incredible achievement. And uh, he's bionic. I quite liked. He is bionic. If he is bionic, then that's well, not allowed. Well, there's the secret, yeah. yeah. That's not allowed. <laughs> well, isn't it? <laughs> well, well, it may be allowed. How bionic can you be? Yeah. FIFA will probably dish out <laughs> a 300 euro fine. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. Um, so do one of those ba- do one of those banners saying no um, racism towards bonnet people. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Serie A roundup there, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Before we go to Pete's game, uh, yes, if you're a new listener to the show, that is what constitutes a roundup. <laughs>
Normally. That's yeah. a whole country. Yeah. A whole major done. footballing whole nation. League. Couple of minutes, done. Top, tucked away. Yeah. Sorted. There were some other games as well, <laughs> yeah. if you wonder. Shut up, Jim. Give it a go. Na- footy Jim's good. Name them, Jim. Name the other oh, games. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> shall we go to the FIFA house? FIFA house. Um, we? We've uh, not been invited again, but we're going to go there. Not a bizarre. Mm. It's the FIFA house. Set <laughs> 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 Blatter has said that the 2022 World Cup in Qatar will not be played in January or February because the Winter Olympics are taking place in that t- at that time, and it would be disrespectful to the Olympic family. <laughs> Seemingly, it's okay to massively disrespect the footballing family. He got his on the Isn't it his job to do that, though? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, oh, no, no, we can't have it there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Winter Olympics. Yeah. The, the head of the Premier League and all the other leagues <laughs> in the world, everybody going, what? Yeah. What the, no, there's there's well, no crossover. <laughs> not, not in Qatar. <laughs> Do you know why he said he was like, well, some of the media partners and some of the uh, sponsors and all, it's similar, and it was just, no, 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 no. There's a chance we could diversify our money pie here. <laughs> <laughs> a money pie. Do you get the hint? Yeah. End, end of point. <laughs> That's what they have in the FIFA canteen. It's a money pie. Yeah. yeah. Have we got chicken and mushroom? Nah. Just money again. <laughs> Pure gold. <laughs> Molten gold. I'll have a platinum pie. <laughs> <laughs> platinum I, 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 yes, pie. Yes, I know I had one yesterday, but I like them. <laughs> platinum pie. No, like pie, sorry. Yeah. Very good, Jim. Um, yeah, he, um, he said, we need to see how the next World Cup can be played uh, in November or December, and this won't be until the next World Cup is done. So after Brazil 2014, they'll, they'll see. But um, he's been asked about the possibility of another country co-hosting the World Cup with Qatar. Um, I think Qatar and Finland. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. Um, I'd bloody love it to be in Finland. Do you know what, right? He, he said the United Emirates, they'd be keen. And you, yeah, that makes sense. A footballing hotbed of talent. Uh, no, so it's you not. You could use the same slebs. Um, yeah. ooh, oh, come gee, on. Well, what? more well, No, that. it's a fair point. I, when I said, sorry, football hotbed of talent, I didn't mean that. As in, um, there's a lot of football activity going on at the late level, that kind of stuff, and yeah. one thing or another. Um, or he said Iran. Yeah. Iran. Not, a, not a problem, really. Iran. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, 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 <laughs> no <problem>. takers. <laughs> no takers. <laughs> I don't. What I don't. The thing I don't like about the world of football is we're doing a show on football here now. And the next bit is going to be about an apparent in quotes an apparent slave problem. It's. Yeah. I shouldn't have to have to comment on. That. It's no, good to remind that. people that this is a football joke. Yeah, I know. Actually, we should have to talk about like Bangladeshi, Bangladeshis having their visas taken off, taken off them, have their passports taken off them to make some stadiums for a football tournament, uh-huh. yeah. which is already ridiculous. Well, <laughs> Pete, you say that. <laughs> but what, what, what does Franz Beckham? Friends Beckenbauer <laughs> saying, I have not seen a single slave in Qatar. Oh, no, egg on your face, a... Pete Dawson. <laughs> oh, you feel like an idiot. Yeah. Oh. Case closed, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know those investigative journalists who uncovered nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, and Franz says, I don't know where these reports come from. Well, I can send you a few links, yeah. you prick. It's the slaves themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been to Qatar and have a. I have a completely different picture of it. Of course you do, yeah. you corporate slag. You mean wine and dine? It's been <laughs> hidden from you, Franz. You... They're not going to give you a slave to take home, are they? As part well, of your... hang on a minute. <laughs> because we are talking about the FIFA football family here. <laughs> if Franz Fern... Franz Fern... Franz... <laughs> Take me out. Let me out. 
if Franz Beckenbauer turns up at a stadium, like, they'll know he's coming. It'll be like Home Alone. They'll all have, yeah. like, cardboard cutouts of the people. Yeah, we're all happy. We're all ha We're not slaves. Mm. It's fine. Franz, Franz Beckenbauer actually finished the point by saying, I think my opinion is more realistic. He actually said that. <laughs> oh, I've been there. I've been there. Marcus, yeah. I think you can fill us in on what else Beckenbauer's been up to lately. Um, yeah. to, to show sort of how credible uh, his slaves, opinion is. Slaves don't exist. Aliens do. Aliens do. Yeah. <laughs> come to take if anybody's seen that thing on YouTube oh this is why football this is like Frank Beckenbach used to Help be me. used to be uh, <laughs> extraordinarily classy talented <laughs> and very very high achieving football player and manager yeah. and he's been really reduced to this this is what football <laughs> does to people I'd argue that this isn't football's fault this is money's fault and this is FIFA's fault <sighs> yeah like give yeah. me strength Beckenbach you know <laughs> like imagine if you're one of the the workers in Qatar, you know, it's going on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? People are dying for f goodness Look sake. Look at the fucking body bags. Yeah. It's not like there isn't yeah. body bags, and, you know and, what I mean? And he has a voice in football. He turned <laughs> around and went, even if he didn't know, but and he went, well, if that's happening and, and it's terrible, I think we need to make sure, and blah, blah, blah. If he just turned around and goes, no, it's not happening. What a prick. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? Like, for fuck's sake. You know, it's absolute disgrace. that it he really just is. It's, it's shocking. Oh, no, that's no, not happening. Don't worry about it. Bollocks, absolute bollocks. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, uh, more, something else is an absolute disgrace. Uh, Pete's game. <laughs> <laughs> Very much an equivalent medieval dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And those people who do your answers, they're not getting paid. So that is slave yeah. labour in a way. Hey, hey, what are you doing? I'm Paddy Power. I get that, but why are you wearing nothing but a pair of green underpants with your own name on the waistband? That's what I do. It gets people's attention. This is a radio ad. I'm the only one who can see you. Oh. Oh, well, this is awkward. You could have least have waxed. Sign up to Paddy Power today at paddypower.com forward slash ramble and get a free 20 quid bet once you bet a tenner. And I might even keep my clothes on. But look how flattering it is when I jump up and down. Ole, 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 ole. Please stop. I don't mind using uh, this guy's uh, clues uh, this week. This is from uh, Tom Stab. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a man called uh, Tom, uh, who says, Hello, Peter. I hope that despite seeing that this email has come from a member of the Sports Interactive team, makers of Football Manager, obviously. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, <laughs> You're as bad as Let it go. You won't immediately delete it in a fit of anger over not getting the Football Manager 2014 voiceover gig. Well, uh, if he that for every voiceover gig he didn't get, he'd have no time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very prolific, so... <laughs> Uh, well, well, he's given me loads of uh, options, so I'm going to go for. Um, God, it's right being you, isn't it? Telematics. Telematics. Yeah, This think it's all over? Yeah, that's Ooh, better, that's actually. I'd have gone for that one, yeah. Alan Nightmare. Don't waste them! That's my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to delete the email. <laughs> uh, I was born on the 30th of March 1972 in Porto Alegre, Brazil. 72. Stop. Is it Rivaldo? No. Good I, I spent the early part of my career in Portugal, making my debut for Academ Academica in uh, 1992, followed by a uh, spell at Tessence. Uh, stop. Uh, before making the move to Benfica in 95. I said stop. <laughs> Mario Yardell. No. So yeah, you another good shout. You stop with silly. Mm. Uh, I only played eight times for Benfica before moving to England in 1997 to Sheffield Wednesday. Oh. Hard to dress that one up as a sideways move, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a curveball, oh. for sure, that. I think I know who is, and I can't remember his bloody name. I was extremely popular with the Wednesday fans who nicknamed me The Wall. Yeah, I, I can picture him, I can't remember his sodding mm. name. After 61 games for the Owls, I joined Chelsea for 2.7 million in 1999. 
Yeah. What? I, I, it's gone. That's. Uh, I think he's a centre back. Well, Neville dislodged the Central Defence Partnership of Frank the Beef and Marcel Desai. <laughs> I moved to Sunderland uh, 2000 for four million pounds. I, I just, uh, this is so frustrating. I've not got it. I don't know what it is. It's a gap in my knowledge. Should I chuck you his uh, initials? Well, you know, he does give it a No, okay. Uh, after an injury hit spell at Sunderland in August 2003, I joined Bolton on a free transfer, helping the club reach the League Cup final, which they lost to Middlesbrough. Oh, God. Yeah, I had short spells in Wigan, Derby, before finishing my playing career in Japan in 2007. Since retiring in 2008, <coughs> I am, uh, I've worked as Portuguese chief scout for Everton. Oh, right. He had a bit of a military-style haircut, if I'm, if I'm memory. Initials, E.T.? Emerson Tome. Emerson Tome. Oh, yeah! Oh, damn! Uh, damn! Yeah. Should have known that. That's poor by me. Thank you, that, Tom. That is superb. Mm. Though, to be fair, they do have a bank of research of this sort of thing over at Football Manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's good to see they're spending good their one. time wisely. Good one. <laughs> have we got any correspondence, Luke? We have, yeah. No, no emails, no? No, you no, no. We've we... on, the, on the hop here. <laughs> I was expecting an email. I was supposed to relax for the next couple of minutes. Oh, I'm right. to step up. Mm. I feel like I'm on the bench when someone's got injured. They like to come on. Like a Man City <laughs> footballer. Yeah. Is this you warming up? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, this is a warm up. Uh, the question of the week this week was to our lovely listenership, and you guys can obviously join in as well if you want. Um, I'm sure you'll have some answers. <laughs> what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done at a football match? Now, I didn't specify between watching or playing, so people have interpreted it in different ways. Okay. Mm. Um, Andy Peterson, this is a very good one to start, he says, I tried smashing a shot in from three feet, when a tap-in would have sufficed. I hit the crossbar, and the ball broke back, uh, came back and broke my own nose. Oh, oh no. Uh, it still hurts when I think about it. He didn't say whether it actually went in after that. You think he would have done if it did, so I'm going to assume he didn't score, Andy. Like, uh, it hurts when he thinks about it, rather than when he yeah. sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Shane Dobbing via the Twitter says, I think we all know that play ask being asked to play a half for the opposite team because they only have ten uh, is an indirect way of the gaffer saying you're shite. <laughs> that I'm, is always, I'm always up for that, though. I'm always like, if I'm going to get my game, <laughs> I'll, play, <laughs> I'll, play I'll play with the kids at the corner. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been told about that. Um, <laughs> Come on, quickly. After that Crinton Stanley game when I was 12, I had a broken arm with a cast on from wrist to shoulder. <laughs> When my team scored, I jumped up to celebrate. I was to have my trousers pulled down <laughs> and my underwear and all. Of course, with having the broken arm, I couldn't reach down properly to pull them up again. Absolute nightmare scenario. <laughs> <laughs> that's from Nate, Nathan Rogers. Oh, no. um, presumably you're at Accrington, so there weren't that many people there. Ooh, could, he not, a dig. could he not use his other hand? <laughs> but you have to ask him. Nathan yeah. Rogers. Maybe that one was um, paralysed with shame. <laughs> Dave, yeah. Dave McDonald uh, says via the Facebook, at a Partick Thistle against Rangers game when I was six, Rangers scored a screamer in the first half, a roar from the crowd followed by me screaming, yay, at the top of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> my dad hasn't looked me in the eye since. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Um, <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's have a look what we've got here. Um, oh, Steve McKenzie, he's a Newcastle theme one, Pete. He says, I was at Newcastle Castle Wolves a few years ago, and Jonas Gutierrez lined one up from outside the box. Knowing his limited ability and poor goal-scoring <laughs> record, I shouted, "Don't shoot!" as loud as I could. Of course, he smashed one in the top corner, and I've been mugged off by a bunch of strangers sat in front of me ever since, <laughs> who now shout, "Don't shoot!" every time. You're <laughs> <in the ball. laughs> well, oh, who knows where that man is, Jonas yeah. Gutierrez? We had so many good, um, so many good answers this week. Oh, this, this, I'll, I'll finish off with this one. It's a very strong one. Uh, James Ross through Facebook says, uh, "My dad once organised a small brass band, myself included, to play." our local third league uh, third division German team near Munich 
He says, this was inspired by the Dutch national team band in the early 90s before the English brass band poisoned the concept in the minds of all sane people. <laughs> mm. Anyway, teams lined up, whistle went, and we started boisterously playing the team tune to Here We Go. Little did we know the whistle had actually been blown to start a minute's silence. It should be to a South American <laughs> oh, stadium tragedy. Needless to say, it was incredibly embarrassing, though still not as offensive as the English band, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that is it, it, look, it looks like a planned insult, That's doesn't it? <laughs> would you yeah, not, it does. Would you guys be interested in one more concerning Peter Shilton? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, this is from Paul Epton. He says, I got slapped by Peter Shilton. Nice. <laughs> Shilton was the manager at Plymouth and visited Millmore for Pilgrims versus my beloved Rotherham United. He was walking down the touchline to his dugout and I held my hand to shake his. Then at the last second, as you do when you're ten years old, moved my hand out of the way and laughed in his face. Schiltz reached across the barrier with his huge hand and slept me across the chops. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Not that hard, but all my mates laughed at me anyway. Uh, is your mum called Tina? <laughs> Do you remember he was found in a car with a woman called Tina? He didn't slap her, though. Well, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> So that is automatic. <laughs> you three may have laughed, but that is not funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was laughing at more than sort of stunned silence. Like, what? What does that do? I said, I, I just remember listening listen to that podcast when I was walking down uh, Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> and so, it, it, if anything, I just put that uh, you know image in my mind. Oh, look Lovely at me! Sunshine, voiceover work. Listen to your idiot. Mm. I didn't go to America to do. I did actually. I did a football match. <laughs> 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 anyway. oh. Luke, any more? Uh, oh, one more there from Ross Ferguson. He said, I once went to an Italian friend's house for the Milan derby, having been told that her entire family were Milan fans, I turned up in my Milan shirt, turns out she knew nothing about football, and they all supported Inter. Wow. I had to sit in the kitchen for the whole match with the women while the men watched the game. <laughs> Inter won the match 1-0, and I was a laughing stock for the rest of the night. There you go. So that's dangers of having an Italian girlfriend as well. My goodness. Well, um, that is the end of the football ramble. You guys not got any of your own? No, come on. Um, no. Marcus, I've, I've seen all three of you embarrass yourself on the football pitch before now. On the pitch? Both. <laughs> Both. A Dallas fan kicked me in the head once. Oh, he told us that before. Yeah. Was that a Hartlepool game. Yeah, that was quite yeah, embarrassing. I th I think it didn't hurt. You deserved it, didn't you? Prob no, no. Oh, fair enough. You've just been a boisterous thug <laughs> when I was like twelve. Jim, Ooh, time uh, we I kicked Pete in the head at a game once. <laughs> 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 the time we ran all the way around the new camp. That was glorious. No, but we realised that um, we could have just instead of going left and like going all the way around, we could have just gone right and yeah, in. yeah. That was exhausting and humiliating. Yeah, because you thinking about it. If you get if you start late to the new camp, there's no lift. You have got to run all all that yeah. stairs. There's about twenty flights. So at one point, Jim was like, "Just leave me. Yeah, just, just let leave. me die." <laughs> <laughs> and I flew. You did bloody well, man. Bad <laughs> flow. <laughs> right, that is the end of the football ramble uh, yeah, this finish week. Finish it off, Pete. Absolute radio. Put a bullet yeah. in its head. Yeah, absolute radio. They've got a, a, another match this weekend uh, in the Barclays Premier League. Uh, it's going to be kicking off at three o'clock. And <laughs> you don't know uh, what it is, do you? Excellent. Yeah, I love it. When this um, um, well, if you want to get in touch with the football <laughs> ramble, then <laughs> the uh, email is show at the football ramble dot com. Hull versus Palace. Hull Oi, versus Palace. The, the classico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, the Twitter is at football ramble. Of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. Pete, are you done with that one? Uh, Absolutelyradio.co.uk. If you want to listen to it, you can listen on 1215M and all kinds of other ways. You can rub bits of foil on your fillings. That might work. Yeah, it always does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Internet. Goodbye from me.
This episode of The Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag-and-drop tools, as well as 24-7 support. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes on a website that is scaled to look beautiful on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Football Ramble podcast listener, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase by using the offer code RAMBLE11.